Hello, welcome. <laughs> welcome everybody <laughs> to the Give Me My Points podcast, where we're going to talk about sports and sports betting. I'm here with my host, Lockable, and this is the podcast episode one. We would like you to like, share, subscribe, wherever you get your podcast, YouTube, wherever you get it from. You know what I'm saying? Like, share, subscribe. Also, we have the P3 Picks, Plays, and Parlay Discord we want you to join where me and Lockable giving out free picks discussion. We're giving out free picks, free picks, free picks. For the month of October, we just ended with a 60% hit rate on our picks, each of us for the month, where we, you know, we fully disclose our record. We, we show the wins, we show the losses. So it's full transparency. Come in and chat with us. Like I say, that's the P3 Picks Plays and Parlay Discord. Come join us. All right, let's get with the show. So, sir, Lockable, what's good, what's, my brother? What's going on, man? How's it going? Oh, man, it's going, it's going. Shit, you know, it's Thursday, so we got Thursday night football. We got, uh, I think, don't we have a couple of college games tonight, too? Yeah, we got a few college games going on tonight. I mean, nothing really huge. We got UTEP and Rice, Appalachian. Yeah, ain't nobody watching that shit. At all. Everybody's focused on the NFL tonight, (laughs) so. But, um, I know, you know, Appalachian State and Coastal Carolina seems like it should be a good game, but I think Coastal Carolina got decimated with the draft, so all their good players are gone. But, I mean, ain't nobody going to watch that shit. Not Um, at all. These um, what Tuesday and Wednesday night Mac games have been freaking crazy, man. Like they they just don't give a shit about defense. Mm-mm, not at all. The thing Tuesday was like, you know, you got one of the worst defenses playing against each other, and you know you would right. think they'll score a high scoring game. I mean, Buffalo, Ohio, uh. <laughs> handled their business, but Ball State and Kent State have, like, one of the worst defenses in the country, and they ended up, you know, a, a close game 27 to 20, and it just it made no That's sense to That's the shit, me. man. Stats don't matter, bro. Like, they it got doesn't. the worst defense each, and they still managed to just put up, like, like you said, that paltry amount of points. And it's like, bro, I think the line for that was 61 and a half or 62, something like that. And I'm like, bro, they expected it to be like guns are blazing on both ends. They come with a defensive game. It's like, it should have been. It should have been guns blazing. I even took the over on that as well, seeing that their defenses are horrible. But, you know, I guess them pregame pep talks was A1. (laughs) <laughs> right. We want your best night, gentlemen. I know we got a shit defense, but, you know, go on and play your heart out. And them boys went out there and played their damn heart out, and then she was pissing me <laughs> off, man. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It happens every time. College is uh, a, a coin tossed every week. Yeah, but for the Thursday night game, we got Eagles, Texans, and, I mean, you saw it early, but I just saw it that Brandon Cooks is saying, fuck y'all, I ain't playing. I'm about to go fucking ride my slab back to my fucking house because y'all didn't trade me. You left me in this shit show that is the Houston Texans, and now you expect me to play and get my head knocked off? No, thank you. 
the thing is, he he was expecting them to trade him, and the fact there was no talks of him getting traded, like they didn't even start the talks of getting him traded. Like he his tweet, He's insane. Even, his tweet was just you could tell he was letting everybody know that he done with the team with that that was, he done. Texans are it's a insane, terrible organization. Bro. Like, dude still has some years left, man. I'm like, Green Bay, man, give up off them fucking picks y'all got or something because y'all need help. They need like, receivers, uh, and he's a veteran. He's fast as he's fast, man. He can get the ball. A-Rod needs somebody mm-hmm. to catch his ball because his receivers can't mm-hmm. catch nothing. So Yeah, bro, they, they just been out of sync the whole season, but – I mean, like I say, uh, spread is 13 and a half. I think on some books is 14. Um, I, w- I mean, you know, and as we say, stats don't matter because you would think that Philly's going to come in there and fuck their life up. But at the same time, Texans will backdoor cover the motherfucking spread because they're usually always down there like, fuck it, let's go for fourth and 14, you know, and they wind up getting a damn touchdown because, you know, the other team just want to get out of there. Right. The Texans have been playing good defensive ball, kind of. The thing about it, mm-hmm. they still lose games. Like, they played the Titans last week without <laughs> Tannehill. They lost by seven points. Derrick Henry kind of abused them on the rushing end with, like, 200-some yards. But, I mean, they played the Raiders, lost by 18. Like, I, I mean, I could see the Eagles covering because, I mean, last week they blew Pittsburgh out. And, I mean, you know, yeah. they got the momentum yeah. right now, and they just going to go in there act a fool. But I feel like if it gets to a point where the Eagle, the Texans are actually moving the ball, if they could figure out how to move the ball downfield, they should be able to keep that uh that spread close within that 13 yeah. points. That's the, that's the only thing because I, I think uh, Philly – Philly's just going to go down there to try to handle business. Nobody get hurt. We got this little mini buy. Let's do what we need to do and get the fuck out of uh, Houston. Right, because the Eagles' schedule is not really hard. Like, they had the Texans today, Commanders next week, the Colts, and then Packers. Fucking Colts are a joke. The Colts are a joke. So, the next three games are pretty – should be okay. I mean, unless the Commanders actually come out and play good. I mean, I, I doubt it with the way the Phillies' offense is playing, but – you, you well, I mean, know. they got a chance if Taylor uh, Heineke, Heineke or whatever the fuck, however the fuck you say it, um, if he plays because he can actually find Scary Terry. But when Carson Wentz was there, he didn't fucking throw to him. And, and that's the thing that really pissed me off about the commanders is you sign Scary Terry McLaurin to a fucking new contract, big money, and Carson Wentz is like, fuck that guy. And it's like, bruh. That's your fucking, um, that's your ex. That's your number one receiver. Like, you should make it a point of emphasis to find that guy. Hell, the the running back you had, he got fucking shot in a car jacket. You know, luckily he was able to bounce back on, right. on the Wolverine Hill inside of the game. You know, so, you know, you, you, you got weapons, bro, because they had Gibson. They had, um, what the fuck is the other guy there that, um, Really, has been their, their leading receiver. I can't think of his name right now. Uh, and, what's that guy's name? Uh, it would I, be. Didn't he get traded? Or I forgot. But they have the weapons, man. And and Carson Wentz, bro. How many times are they gonna give that motherfucker a chance, bro? 
They gonna, I mean, they're going to keep giving him a chance because they believe he can actually play. Because, I mean, when he was, what, with the Eagles, he did okay? Okay. Man, he, he, had, he had one time he was okay, but Nick Foles won the championship. I'm about to say, yeah, he got injured, and Nick Foles carried the load and beat Tom Brady in the uh, Super Bowl that year. And, and like I say, bro, like, they paying Carson Wentz. Antonio Gibson is the guy, I think. It's Gibson, McKissick, and... um. Shit, Robinson Jr. and Scary Terry. Yeah, uh, Scary Terry. But um, they they keep giving fucking Carson Wentz chance after chance, and I'm like, bro, y'all paying this dude a lot of money for him to be mediocre. Now I know that's that's off the Philly topic, but I mean, shit. Um, you know, of course, when you get this deep in the season, we're probably what at the halfway point. Yeah, team undefeated. Everybody starts talking about can they finish the season seventeen and zero and all this I, shit and I'm like I don't I don't think so I, I just don't yeah I don't and it's like why would you want that added pressure you know I mean of course you play every week to win the game of course of course but at the same time football is a physical sport it takes a toll on your body uh, respect your body right <laughs> and um. Uh, you want to mitigate your prime time guys from getting hit. So at the same time, you know, whether it's this record or not, you're going to be like, fuck it. I want my dudes healthy. So I'm not going to play them a full game. Or I'm going to rest them or whatever. But I think it's going to be an easy dub for Philly tonight, but I don't know about that 14 points, man. That's, that's a lot. And I mean, they easily could do it because, they got they got they got some dudes out there that can you know score easily. AJ Brown um, but, being one of them. Yeah, AJ Brown. You got Smith who's coming his second year. He's good. Um, I mean, you got Jalen Hurts who's a dual threat. You got. Um, is they still have Boston Scott back there in the um, running back? Scott. Uh, I, I can't think offhand, but I mean. That's been one thing they've been lacking was um, an efficient run game. So I think we're going to see a lot of the run game tonight for them, for the simple fact, like I say. Oh, Miles Sanders. There we go. Oh, Miles Sanders. Yeah. yeah Miles, Miles Sanders, Boston Scott's still there. He on the roster. I'm looking. So, I mean, shit. Texas run gonna defense is not the, not the best. Well, actually, they're not good at all. I mean, you let Derrick Henry <laughs> – I mean, not knocking his skill or whatever, but, I mean, Derrick Henry acted a plum fool last week, 200-something yards on him. Like, that was crazy. The Texans even allowed that. Well, I mean, you know, Derrick Henry is the Tennessee uh, plan A, plan B, and plan C. Is, yep. Uh, <laughs> run with mm-hmm. motherfucking Derrick Henry because they ain't got shit else going for them. Right. At all. Um, but... Yeah, I think it's an easy dub for Philly, man. Um, they just gonna come in here, take take care of business. It's gonna be another shitty Thursday night game to watch. Um, Thursday night I football think... has not been good. I mean, the Saints yeah, Cardinals game was okay, but it was okay uh, the first half till Andy Dalton just fucking gave the ball away with two fucking pick sixes back to back. Right. I mean, one of them was Callaway's fault, but you know. Neither here or there. Hey, man. I mean, yeah. It, it, yeah, I mean, yeah, but shit, it's, it's going to be contributed to him because it's like... You threw the ball. Doing? Yeah. Yeah, what the fuck are y'all doing? 
Amazon has not had any good primetime games because, you know, the Denver Broncos has had a lot of them. Please don't bring them up, bro. Denver fucking Broncos, dude. <laughs> like, I don't need to see another fucking Denver Broncos primetime game or not even primetime game for the rest of this season. Fuck what Russ is cooking. He, he can try to fucking sell us these Subway sandwiches. Don't nobody want that shit. And you know how I feel about Subway. But his <laughs> ass definitely don't need to be fucking cooking or making any sandwiches. He's not a fucking uh, sandwich artist or nothing. The dude fucking finesse Denver and they're yeah. going to have to fucking eat those 250 M's. They're going to the have to eat th- that shit. Funny thing is, I think on offense, the only thing they would really need to figure out is the running back because he has receivers. There, I don't. Jerry Judy's he's has a good receiver. Like he has the receivers. It's just you know his offensive line could be a little bit better. Don't get me wrong, his offensive line could be a lot better. But you know he has Sutton, Jude, and Judy. I mean those are your two big names out there in Denver. The running but back he's situation. He's gonna look for the tight ends before he looks for Judy and Sutton. And that's really odd because in Seattle he did not look for tight ends at all. Jimmy Graham was a a good uh person to suffer from that. Man, because this is the thing, bro, with Russ. I've seen this motherfucker this season have running backs, and he throws screens, and these running backs are getting negative yards. Right. Like, in the dirt, man. What the fuck are you doing? You're not a fucking rookie. You a fucking NFL veteran, bro. You know better, but he feel he got to do some Superman shit. Oh, I got to scramble. I got to scramble and throw a moonshot or whatever, and that shit been getting picked off. Because right. let's face it. If that defense for the Denver Broncos wasn't as good as they are, Broncos probably would only have one win, maybe no wins, because that defense has kept them in the game each yes. week. Yes, yes, especially against the Chargers and the Raiders. For real. For like real. The, Char- the Chargers should have blown them out in there. DraftKings finessed everybody that night. We're not going to even speak on that, but – you know, their defense has been subpar this year. They've been handling business. It's just the offense can't get downfield, man. Like, if they get downfield, they got to kick a field goal because Russ can't get a first down. And the running backs can't get a first down. Like, their leading running back, Melvin Gordon, has 263 yards on the season. And we're in, like, what, Beautiful. week eight? Beautiful. Like, yeah, that's terrible. Saying, we're, we're damn near at the halfway point, man. It's, it's pitiful. Like that's a, that's terrible that we don't that you only have accumulated two hundred sixty three yards this season. Derrick Henry did that last week by himself. <laughs> well, I'm saying, man, and 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 like I say, speaking on the Broncos, to me, I'm like they saying I, I don't understand because don't um Seattle got their picks, don't they? Yeah. Yep. So. You got rid of Bradley Chubb. I guess Chubb was like, man, fuck it. Y'all ain't going to pay me or I don't want to be here. So you trade him to the Dolphins. A good pickup. Uh, for some picks or whatever. But Bradley Chubb is top tier. So you get rid of probably the best player on your team right now. And what are y'all expecting to accomplish this season? Because to me, when you did that, you saying fuck it, bro. Um, whatever happens is gonna happen, but fuck this season. Like, I mean, they're at a point where it's like we're we're just gonna 
ride it, you know, like Russ would say, let's ride. Because, I mean, he, let's be honest, he, Russ cannot cook this I'll season. You, like, I'll give you your points on that one. That was a good one. <laughs> like, Russ just cannot cook this season. Like, watching him, having him as a fantasy quarterback, like, he's just not being productive this season. And it, hurt, and it hurts to even say that because come from Seattle, he was good over there, you know, won, went to the Super Bowl a few times, lost it. i tell you what. They don't miss that motherfucking Seattle. I can tell you that. Oh no, Gino. Gino's doing well. He's thriving out there right now. I mean, not just Gino. I'm talking about all the team, the former teammates. They like, man, fuck that dude. No, I mean, they ain't saying it in those exact words, but that's definitely been the sentiment. Like, man, fuck that dude. We glad he's gone. Yes, man. Russ got to figure this out. I don't know if it's the the relationship he got with his girl or he injured well he keep well every Man, loss you go, don't bring cc in this don't bring Seattle in this. don't bring her in this you know what they gonna say about you brother <laughs> i mean i mean it's like russ every loss that they've taken they try to save russ by saying he has an injury of some sort and i'm like bruh there's a, there's only so much you could protect your quarterback on like at this point of season nobody's healthy not a single player is healthy unless nobody. you don't play everybody's dealing with injuries everybody's dealing with something and for you to keep saving him every week for every loss he's taken is like no give him take accountability bro he lost the right. day right yeah that's the thing man and um like i say i don't want to see them anymore but i think they have one or two more yep. games they got I'm the chiefs like, on a sunday night in like december sometime and chiefs what are gonna the beat fuck, the, the chiefs are gonna beat the brakes off of them so yeah they but like i i said it you know before the season started man they've been over hyping that fucking afc west oh this is gonna be the raiders year the Whoa, chiefs lost man the they're not gonna be it now you got russell wilson now you got the charges oh it's gonna be pandemonium and we're halfway through Chiefs still number Bruh. one so go figure that shit out the raiders were the i i've never seen so much coverage on the raiders in my life until Devontae Adams made it over there. But now they have a shit quarterback who cannot throw the ball to his number one receiver in the game. It makes no sense to me. Hype. And the sad thing is, this is probably Josh Jacobs' best season he's had there, but he's doing that because he wants to get fucking paid. Yeah, he got to get paid. I mean, like last year, like the coaching would not run Josh Jacobs. I'm like, Y'all sleep on Josh Jacobs. That man could tote that pill and get you a first down when you need it. Derek Carr mm-hmm. acts like he can't throw the ball 20 yards. He doesn't, like, if you pay attention to the games, he doesn't even look at Devontae a lot of the uh, snaps. And, like, and if he does look at him, he's immediately throwing to him. And I'm like, you do realize you have, the like, arguably the number one receiver in the game, and he's only having seven targets. That's ridiculous. Like this past Sunday, he had what two to three targets. It's ridiculous. Yeah, um, hey, I gotta give a. You know, I don't know if you got the sound effect, but we need a round of applause for the Saints defense for getting that shutout and motherfucking. You know, yeah, yeah. They handle business in the dome. We were able to get Kamara back on track because he didn't have any touchdowns, and he wound up with three. But the Saints defense without Lattimore, 
you know, they handle. were able to handle business. Now, I mean, some would say Tay Adams had, he had the flu, he was sick or whatever, but it's like, nah, you can't make that excuse. You strapped up the, the late, you know, yeah, the laces like, on the sneaks. They always try to make there. an excuse when people play the Saints. And I've been saying this since week one. We have Kamara. When Peyton was around, he would have screenplays just for Kamara. Like, there's no reason we should not be running his offense right now through Kamara because we don't have Thomas or Landry. And Olave's carrying the wide receiver core right now, which he's doing a great Most job definitely. as. But, like, we shouldn't be in week eight and Kamara's just getting his first rushing touchdown. Like, that's ridiculous. Right. Yeah, I right. mean, injuries played a part of that, but at, at right. the same, I, I, I agree with you that it was um, – I don't know if they were reluctant or just not thinking about it. They didn't involve him in the offense, and that's crazy talk, man. And They, um, they you know, didn't, and it was frustrating me. And I'm like, why are we getting to this red zone and we're running Taysom every time? I'm like, I don't understand how the defenses aren't keen on Taysom. When he comes in the game and he's back there, they automatically should know he's running the ball because 90% of the time, He's running it every play this season, except like maybe one or two. And I'm like, I mean, he's had a few where it's like, man, that big bastard then got his first downs and everything like that. I mean, yeah, it's telegraphed, but they still had to respect the thing that he'll add that bitch out. Yeah, now, I ain't gonna say it's gonna be accurate. That's what I'm saying. He's not accurate, but he 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 could air. <laughs> he's just not accurate. But Taysom does his thing. He gets our he gets us plays we need when we need him. Yeah. Yeah, most definitely. Um, hopefully, Thomas and uh, Juice Landry can come back, man, and that offense can be what it needs to be, man. Instead of it's just we hoping one of these young receivers can step up besides you know Olave, um, because you know availability is the best ability. Um, you're not able to be out there every week, you know, shit. You can't get shit done consistently. Like, I mean, uh, like, with Michael Thomas, I'm like, bro, you haven't played. Mike T didn't play for, what, two years until this season? Now he's dealing with, what, turf toe? And it's like, man, we yeah, paying I mean, you this all is, this, this money. This going to be the third just, year, bro. This is going to be the third year where it's like we really haven't had the same guy that we had before. And, I mean, you know, injuries and time take its toll, but at the same time, it's like you just said, man, we pay that motherfucker all that money, bro. Like, they pay, she paid Thomas and Kamara around the same time, and I believe Kamara has, is earning his money while Mike T is just collecting his checks. Ex- no excusing doubt. the uh, season he got injured with the uh, ankle the first time. I mean, yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah. Now, get back to the trade talks. Um, I think what the Lions and the Vikings, they traded Hawkinson. Uh, I like to it. To me, the Lions, yeah, the Lions was like, uh, fuck it. We know we're going to be shit. So let's just poise ourselves um, in the best position to get these picks. Um, <laughs> we're not going to pay Hawkinson because we got a Klein at QB with Jeff yes. Goff. Uh, hopefully, man. this is his last year. I um, highly doubt it. Like, who's the other option? Shit, they can dra- well. I don't even know who's like top QB coming out of college because like I don't Tennessee, trust that, I don't Tennessee trust that young QB boy him. out of Alabama, man. Because I'm like, bro, you, you, I don't think you got the size. That's gonna be another tour situation mm-hmm. with um durability. But um, 
the quarterback yeah. from Tennessee, uh, Hooker. Hooker, he's a good quarterback. I watched him in I person. Mean, that guy, he's mobile. He could throw the ball. He's accurate. I mean, he has 21 touchdowns on the season, one interception. Point, point, point. Uh, 2,300 <laughs> but, yards. I mean, but yeah, I agree with the Alabama quarterback as well. I, I don't really know how he will do in the league. I mean, he does well in right. college, but there's a bunch of college quarterbacks that come in the league and do nothing. Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> well, I mean, hey, man, you, I ain't, I ain't ready to give up on Trevor just yet. But at the same time, he on the clock because I mean, he did have the Urban Meyer year last year, which was a complete, absolute shit show. It was. Um, it's a little bit better this year, but they fucked up. They really fucked up the wide receiver market when they gave Christian Kirk all that damn money. I'm like, Oof. I don't, I don't know. This guy ever been wide receiver one in my opinion. I'm not saying he's trash, but y'all reset the market for what teams, you know, going to pay wide receivers by giving him all that money. And um, I I just don't know about Trevor Lawrence because, you know, he was another fucking hype job where he was like, this guy's the next Peyton Manning. He knows football. Everybody's going to want to yeah. tank for Trevor, blah, 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 blah. And it's just like, He's just another guy, and it's just like, I mean, I mean, I guess we can give him a pass because Jacksonville stinks. I mean, if he goes to another team and he stinks, then it just solidifies. Just you know, it just doesn't work. You know, some quarterbacks just don't make it in this league. I mean, Jacksonville, they can do better. Like they have a running back, a team does well. Trevor, I mean, he's a good running uh, quarterback. I think the receivers, they kind of need help on that side. The old line is very much needed. Defense You is give very... me a million dollars right now, I couldn't tell you who's the tight end for Jacksonville Jaguars. I really couldn't tell you. I have no idea. I, I have no idea either. I, I don't, who it is they tight end? Oh, I forgot. I well, Jacksonville got Calvin Ridley now. I mean. See, uh, I, and I, I was going to get to that, but. I just still don't understand, you know, why the fuck are you trading for Calvin Ridley? I know we just said they don't have wide receivers, but you trading for Calvin Ridley, who's been suspended indefinitely, so we know he's not playing this year. Right. He may or may not get in next year, depending on if Goodell wants to allow it and, you know, he don't fuck up any time between now and then. I get it. Okay, because, you know, we put it in the chat. And my brother and Sujag was like, man, that's that's all upside, man. It's a gamble. You know, not much risk. But I'm like, Calvin fucking Ridley? I this mean, motherfucker out here trying to play these picks like us. What the right. fuck you doing? <laughs> 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 you get millions in the NFL. I'm like, bruh, if you're going to do that, you give it to your homeboy. You talk to him in person. You don't talk on the phone. You do it in You get him to do that for I you, mean, man. I mean, bruh, that's common sense, bruh. That's common sense, but it's some very dudes, common sense, man. Some dudes just be on some other shit. I'm just like, my nigga, them niggas should have told you, bro. Let me do that shit, bro. Like you getting your them cir- M's. Your circle ain't your friends, dog. Like you getting them M's, my guy. Them M's, and you out here fucked off. Come on, bro. Because you know, like, they don't need an excuse to get rid of your ass in this league. But at the same time, 
The old saying is true. Be who you can afford to be. If you're good and you hold some value, they'll find a spot for you. But you keep fucking up and you don't perform, your ass is out of there. Oh, yeah, they'll get rid of you in a minute. Like, it's nothing. But I'm just like, y'all could have did that shit in the all season because the thing about it, the Falcons don't fucking throw the ball. Man, Mariota, man. Oh, boy, Mariota. That's a long time. I can go all day about Mariota and these Falcons, man. It's like, man, Mar- Mariota went pits, from man. Tennessee and, you know, he didn't work out there. The yep, and the Raiders didn't work out there. Now he's in uh, Atlanta. I mean, you're not passing to Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts, the guy it's last the- year that nobody. Picked on that son of a bitch. Like, the guy you, nobody could stop last season at one point. Like, they were just feeding him the ball. He was just that dominant. And now you're going to have – now he's like as if he's nobody. He's not performing. It's because Mariota isn't overall pick, man. Mariota is just not looking his way. I mean, looking at his stats, I mean, Mariota's putting what an average of a hundred and fifty yards a game, if that. He, ha- he he has to be like uh, averaging under twenty five uh, attempts a game, bro. And I think I'm probably giving him too many with twenty five. Because yeah. they just don't throw the fucking ball, man. And that shit, I mean, you know, they're getting W's. I'm not saying they're getting a lot, but they are getting W's and they're being competitive. But for my fantasy team, they're fucking over me with the Kyle Pitts play. And it's like, I mean, what the fuck you want to do? I wasted a pick. I got to play the son of a bitch. Right. I mean, I mean, Kyle Pitts, that, in my mind, that's a no-brainer draft pick before like where we're at now, but now it's like, man, I wouldn't even touch Kyle Pitts, man. That guy is like nowhere to be found. Number four overall pick, bro. I just don't get it. But I mean, you know, like I say, for most of the other games upcoming on Sunday, it really it's really nothing that really that interesting. I know that night game is Tennessee, Kansas City. But I think what what's the line on that again? It's like uh minus twelve and a half KC. See, I mean that that's a fucking blowout, bro. That's a blowout. So they're, they're expecting a blowout. I mean, if Malik Willis could find his you know, find his footing, he, I mean, last week he had a terrible passing. He had fifty five passing yards, one interception, but I think they went away from passing just because Derrick Henry was so dominant on the uh the run game, 32 carries, 219 yards with two touchdowns at that. And it's just like, why throw the ball if Derek is, can just ground and pound him the whole game? So, I right. mean, this week, I highly doubt uh, Henry will be able to run as much. I mean, don't get me wrong, KC doesn't have that great of a run defense, but Malik's going to have to throw that ball this week because KC could score quick. Right, they can score quick, and the simple fact that you don't have a pass of games, I mean, they're going to lower their fucking box up. I mean, um, yeah, that's all they got to do. Uh, yeah. Um, so, like I say, it's going to be a, a, a pretty weak Sunday slate. Um, the Monday yeah, game is okay. Many. Yeah, I'm, of course, well, I'm biased on that, but uh, I do think it's going to be a good matchup. Um, Lamar. 
He's that guy. He's going to get paid. I don't know what the fuck the Ravens are doing, but the Ravens you know. cost themselves millions of dollars for not getting that uh, contract done this uh, offseason. They really did. And I mean, fuck it. That's on them. You know, fuck them. Right. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> fuck them. Right. That's on but, them. Yeah, that's that's pretty much all I got to touch on with football right now. Um, right. I say that's pretty much the main main sources. I mean, we could easily dive into the uh, NBA. There's a lot of stuff, a lot of things in the NBA that are just baffling to me this season. Like the freaking 76ers are very baffling to me. Fire Doc Rivers today. That motherfucker needs to be fucking fired. Okay, him and that fucking team are fucking garbage. You got James Harden, you got Joel Embiid, you got great value J. Cole, Tobias Harris. The only shining star to me on that team is motherfucking uh Maxi. The rest yeah. of these niggas that's on that squad is fucking garbage. Cause I watched that game last night against the motherfucking Wizards. The motherfucking Wizards, that third quarter, I think they might have missed one or two shots. And that's because they were the only ones that was contested. Them motherfuckers were getting everything they want. They had Chris Porzingis looking like motherfucking Jokic. You yep. know what I'm saying? The motherfucking Joke out in that bit. I'm like, bruh, y'all really not going motherfucking uh, contest the shot? You bringing P.J. Tucker. P.J. Tucker can't go against no 7-3, nigga. At all. He ain't going to do shit but come out there with some fly-ass fucking shoes and be looking at the ribs like, oh, oh, I didn't touch that guy. I didn't touch that guy. Motherfucker, you got four fouls and the third quarter just started. You did touch the motherfucker, P.J. It's because you undersized and this big motherfucking uh, Eastern European motherfucker is cooking your ass. And you know what? You getting cooked because your coach can't fucking coach. Fire fucking Doc Rivers. That motherfucker ain't good for shit. He barely got that championship in Boston, and he been riding on that shit for about 20 years now. Fuck Doc Rivers and fuck the 76ers. Yep. Them boys, like, them boys are very terrible this year. I mean, you know, Harden is not the Harden we're used to from the Houston Rockets. I mean, like you said, Pete. coming to the stadium with no Grimace outfits on. Man, fuck that fashion shit and play ball, nigga. Right. Shit. I don't want to P- see that shit. I really didn't understand the PJ Tucker uh pickup because from the games I watch with PJ Tucker in, he literally sits in either corner of the the uh, side of court they're on and he waits for the three. And it makes no sense to me. Cause he rarely makes them. It makes no sense, bro. PJ Tucker was the starting center for them last night because Joel Embiid is out with non-COVID illness. Okay, like PJ, you got your chip with the books and everything. You earned it. You worked for it. You played defense on KD and everything. But I mean, you play you played defense on KD, but KD was still getting his motherfucking points, bro. So I mean, you know, there's that. But PJ Tucker is not that guy. Nope. You're not gonna run your offense through him. We don't need you to fucking be down there getting threes, PJ. We need you on defense, the hype, or whatever. They got shooters, bro. They got fucking shooters. And yes. it's just like, man, fuck them. I'll never put a play out on them for the rest of the season because 76 is a shit. They're absolute fucking dog shit. 
the only time they're good is when Maxi, Harden, and Embiid are all uh on the same page. That's the only time they're actually good to me. And now, and last time I seen that was the playoffs. I don't know who Maxi representation is, but when this trade then I come, I'll be telling them, "Hey man, give me the fuck about this motherfucker," because they want to pay all these motherfuckers all this money, and I'm the only one really out here hooping. You know what I'm saying? Joel ass stay hurt because you know what? That's another thing. I watched that fucking overnight game that when they played the back. Celtics. Stayed on his fucking back, bro. This dude stays on his back trying to get these fucking bullshit calls and be looking at the ref like, oh, oh, you saw he he touched me, he hurt me. Oh, oh, oh. Like Joel is a great fucking troll on Twitter or whatever. He's good at that. But this motherfucker stays on his back, falling down too many times and it's like bro you like seven foot one uh 270 pounds bro your body should not be taking those extra falls like dude stop that shit like if you loves the floor man he loves yeah if you that guy if you that guy that you say you want to be in are you're going to get the calls, bro. But if you're in the ref's face all the fucking time with your shoulders shrugging your hands out, they're going to be like, here, this motherfucker come again. And they're not going to respect that shit, bro. Like, it's a time and a place for that when you need to advocate for yourself, but not every fucking play, man. Like, God damn, bro. You, what? Was it last year, year before last? Didn't he lead, like, the league in uh, free throws and shit? Like, dude, they see. he stayed at the free throw line, man. So, I mean, shit, bro, like, Cut that shit out, but yeah, they need to fire Doc Rivers uh, ASAP. And I see Brooklyn, they fired Steve Nash, which they should have been done. But yep. the Brooklyn Nets are a mess. This, that organization is, like you said, a mess. Like, you got, it's like every time I hear about the Nets, it's something not related to basketball. Like, it's always like, you know, we're dealing with what Kyrie did or you know, the coaching situation or some KD did. It's like, it's a, it's, it's a different story every time I hear about them. And it's, and it's like, it's not always basketball related. Like right now it's all about Kyrie and his uh point of view on things. But man, the Nets are not going to go far this year at all. If any, even if they do make a push, they're not going to get far. They're two and six right now. I mean, Kyrie, I mean, I mean not Kyrie, KD leading them in points. I mean, Ben Simmons, I, I, I'm i tired of people uh, protecting that man. It's just like you're fouling out the really? first four, three or four games <laughs> with seven points. I'm tired of people uh, protecting you, man. Like last yeah. year you got protected. This year you're not being protected. You need to perform. You get paid to play a game of basketball that you love to do, and you're averaging what? What is he averaging like? Shit, two what, points again. Seven points? I'm yeah. about to say shit. Oh yeah, he's averaging yeah. six 6.6 rebounds and seven assists a game. Oh man, he he rather worry about wearing fucking short set outfits and cool shades on the fucking bench, want to right. be a uh, street clothes junior. But I'm like, man, that Ben Simmons trade, terrible fucking trade. But terrible, I'm you, man. Um, they're talking about getting email Udoka there. Um, he can only do so much because I believe come all star break, depending on what that uh record is, uh, somebody's gonna get gone. And uh, if they don't trade KD, 
KD they gonna have gonna. A, a, he's going to have an injury come up to where he's going to be like, yeah, I don't think I'm playing the rest of the season because he's going to be like, fuck this shit. Because, um, man, like, I love Kyrie's game when he's on his own, but that nigga, man, he be on some fucking other shit, bro. And it's just Kyrie like, be on a whole different realm of life, man. I mean, like, bro, listen to him he talk, wanna... he be on a whole different a whole different level of thinking of his point of view of things. I'm like, man. Maybe that's the thing about it. Like, he want to talk and bring up all this other shit, but he can't even fucking clarify what the fuck it is he's saying. That motherfucker is a master in double talk. And it's like, bro, when motherfuckers call you out on it, then you be calling that victim like, oh, well, what are, you know, oh, you know, we'll fuck any questions, any questions. All right, I'm out of here. Don't talk to me. Don't talk to me. I'm out of you. <laughs> that motherfucker turned into it. It's like, man, Kyrie. Kyrie. Play ball, bro. Like, that, like we play ball, man. We we don't we don't need to hear the musings of what's going on in your mind. We don't give a fuck. What I need you to fucking do is hit your fucking over for the night and not be bullshitting when you got zero fucking points and you play 32 minutes. What the fuck is that? You supposed to be that guy. You supposed to be that guy that we know you can be, and you got zero points in the third quarter. What the fuck? It's, it's, it's like that, that's the shit I'm talking about, bro. Like, like, come on, bro. Play ball at the end of the day, bro. Because nigga, if you was out here balling and y'all was getting these dubs, motherfuckers really wouldn't give a fuck about what you're talking about. But you, you keep making yourself the center point of all discussions, and you know when the motherfuckers come ask you about this shit, you throwing bricks and hiding your hands. Right. I mean, the, like last year, Kyrie and Katie, when Kyrie did come back, I mean, I mean, even though he took half the season, majority of the season off, him and KD were wrecking shot for a little while. But this season, it it is just not clicking. They're missing some pieces on offense. Yeah, when is uh Seth Curry coming back? Because I mean, he was pretty solid for him. I don't know what if he's coming off a, a surgery or he just hurt himself or something. But they need him uh, very bad, <laughs> very bad. I mean, Seth Curry. People sleep on Steph. I mean, Seth Curry. I mean, he's he was a good asset to the team last year. Oh, bro, his uh, his three point percentage, bro, was, was was high as hell. Like that dude it was up there you, with his brother. Yeah, that dude could get you fifteen. I say, I say fifteen to sixteen a night. He could get you that. Um, you know what I'm saying? Especially help teams double team and KD, because like I say, KD gonna be worn the fuck out, bro. KD shouldn't be having to get 37 every fucking night, man. Like, I mean, he could do it, but at the same time, we you should know have what's to happen when you lean too much on KD at the end of the year. That motherfucker tied. Yep, it's a long season. So very yeah, long bro, season. They, they they fucking up and uh they're um and of course, you know we gotta talk about the Lakers, bro. They I beat mean, the I, last night. I mean, I, I I can go on about these Pelicans, man. As you know, I'm a LeBron fan, and he's right. in year 20, and I can think of his stats off the dome. He's 25 points, leading the team, averaging 25 points, nine rebounds, seven assists in year 20. Street closed right behind him with 23, eight and two. Now, the stats are good for them, too. They need another person to help out. 
Like Westbrook coming off the bench has been helping them this season. Like the past couple of games has been working, but that Patrick Beverly uh sign and stuff, I, I it's not working. Like I get he's a good defensive person, not but yeah, we, it's not working on offense. But it's it's good on defense. But we I mean, they need offense. Defense, you can't fucking score. That's my point. Like he's great at defense, but Lakers need offensive scores. Like that's the that's their problem. They need offensive scores. Like LeBron and AD gonna give you twenty points. You can count on them for that. But you need some other street clothes. Yeah, you need you need some <laughs> other help from the younger cast. Because I mean, who Walker last night had twenty eight points, nine for seventeen, five for nine from the three point line. Like he's not gonna give you that every night though. That's the problem. Westbrook, 13 points, nine assists, seven rebounds, six for 10. That's good stats for him to say he's coming off the bench. I could work with that. It's just, it's, you need, we need some shooters. That's their problem. Their three point shooting is terrible. I mean, LeBron went zero for seven last night from the three. I mean, they're, they're just not Let's good from the three. LeBron went to that team not to be LeBron all the fucking time. He knows he's in year 20. He knows he shouldn't have to fucking be bringing it every night. Street clothes is the motherfucking problem. Yes. He is. The best ability is availability. And this motherfucker stays injured in street clothes. That's why Charles Barkley called that motherfucker street clothes. Every time he on the sideline looking at motherfuckers playing. You know, at, at a certain point, it's like, dude, you know, you need to get on some TB12 or, or get that shit Barry Bonds was taking because that motherfucker was never hurt. Okay, you need to get some motherfucking uh, Wolverine juice or, or something and um, motherfucking put it in your body to where you stay healthy because that was supposed to be the whole thing with him going to L.A. was like, yeah, you're going to have LeBron. He's going to be consistent until he, he don't feel like playing here no more. And but at the same time, it was an opportunity which you wanted because you was like, I don't feel I get to shine when I'm in New Orleans like that. You know, I think people need to recognize me, this, that, and the other. Okay, motherfucker, you went to motherfucking LA, you got that spotlight on you, and it's on you all the time. Y'all won that bubble championship. People got a point of contention. They want to put an asterisk about that, but I mean, it don't matter. That's a chip. Y'all won that shit because everybody else had to deal with the same conditions. But at the same time, and the Davis, motherfucker, that's been your whole career because when you got traded, I said that motherfucker's a double-edged sword. You get him healthy, he's a, he's, he's a top guy in the league. But that motherfucker going to stay hurt most of the time, and that's exactly what's been happening. So, I mean, bro, unless he can step it up to be like, you know what, I am that guy. I am a top-tier player or whatever. He's just going to be like, he, he's all right, right? But the thing about it, man, LeBron is in L.A. for business. He ain't really there for basketball. Like, yeah, he like doing it. That's what he been known to do, you know, and everything. But that motherfucker about business because I can't think of a single reason why anybody asked for this motherfucking party, uh, house party movie that's coming out. Ain't nobody asked for that shit. Ain't nobody asked for that Space Jam remake. Ain't nobody asked for a well, bunch of this shit that he was doing, bro. Uh, I mean, Space Jam, I mean, eventually in time, I think everybody should know that, I mean, their movies recycle themselves. I mean, back in the day, y'all had Michael Jordan as y'all's best player of all time. I mean, this time period at the time, LeBron is the best player at the time. So, I mean, 
Was the movie better yeah, than original? Nobody no. That shit though. Like, okay, okay, dig this. How many times you watch that Space Jam too? Uh, once or twice. I watched it once. That's enough for me for the rest of my life. Fuck that movie. Like, you know what I'm saying? I mean, it's you know, meant for kids. It? I mean, it's really meant for the kid. I don't give a fuck. Shit. If you make some shit, it's shit. But anyway, you made it. Okay, I get it. It's appealing to another generation or whatever. But God damn, man, ain't nobody going to really, man, care if you made that movie or not. That shit ain't impactful. Like, man, take your ass on. Because, like, okay, another thing. Like, I'm not hating on him to get his money or whatever. What I'm saying is his focus, to me, is more shit that's on the business side. That's why you got motherfucking uh, LeBron and Maverick and them with they, with they entertainment the undefeated shit, they doing motherfucking Amazon football Thursday night watch party shit. I say, isn't that, yeah, that's today, really? I don't know if they're going to start with today or next week or whatever. I don't know, but you got LeBron doing Thursday night watch parties about football while playing basketball. I mean, you know, Man, get tired of playing basketball after 20 years, hey, man. man. That's why I'm saying he out there on business. I mean, you got to get so, your money while you're there, bro. I mean, dude is a billionaire, bro. So, you know, these motherfuckers giving an opportunity, he's going to take it. But what I'm saying is his focus is more on the business. That's why he's in L.A. It's like if LeBron don't win a championship, he's good. His shit is solidified. He's going to play this season to get this scoring title from Kareem, and that's going to be that. He's going to get some more records. But to me, LeBron James has given up on winning another championship, and he knows it, and I think he's content with that. But what I'm saying is – motherfucking street clothes needs to motherfucking step his game up and and Westbrook I mean really at this point in time the Lakers are just like we just gonna do this year pay this nigga and give him the fuck out the books because we know we got a damn near immovable asset so I mean it is what it is you know and and it's been a shit show they shouldn't have made that trade um you know it, it is what it is but I mean, you know, I don't expect it, the Lakers to do really shit this year. Yeah, but I say well, the Westbrook trade didn't work like they planned on. They planned on a big three, like when he was in Miami with D Wade and Bosch, but it just didn't work. I mean, Westbrook was coming from an environment where offense ran through him. He was getting triple doubles. He had the ball every possession. But when you come and play with LeBron, it's like it's not like that. It's like you know we gonna move this ball around. Office is running through Braun. You got AD in the paint sometimes. So, I mean, you know, he he was expecting to have triple doubles like he used to, 30 points, 10 rebounds, 10 assists, but it's just he it wasn't like that. Then he started throwing up bricks, and now he's mad at America for calling him out on it, and now he hasn't been the same ever since he's came to L.A. Man, that motherfucker went 0 for 11 and said, I, I think I did pretty good. Yeah, that that was very wild. I laughed at that guy for that. I'm like, pretty good. That nigga was wild, <laughs> fam. You didn't make a shot. Pretty good. Pretty good <laughs> at being trash. I mean, that, that's the best you're going to get from that, man. You wouldn't well, help I mean, And that's, that's on the Lakers, too, because you should not be asking Russell Westbrook to be a spot-up shooter for your team. 
his game, his whole career has to me has been brute force physicality. Yes, he's he's gifted and able to move that ball down the uh, court quick. That motherfucker can rise and dunk on your ass, and he can distribute the ball. But I mean, his points. Let, let's keep it a book. His points have been because of volume. It has not been because of efficiency. So yeah. you knew that when he was getting there. So it, it's just like. That wasn't gonna be a good fit, but I guess motherfuckers is like this shit sound good. Come on, bro, let's play with us. You from LA, and you know that shit been a shit show. Um, now the other team in LA, the Clippers. I mean, they would be good if they could get everybody to fucking play. Because I mean, I saw somebody the other day say that nigga Kawhi Leonard stay uh, stay hurt or resting or whatever. They his family look at him like he working at Amazon uh, factory. <laughs> the distribution center. He's just like he just go to work and come back home and ain't did shit. You know what I'm saying? Work his twelve hours. Like I showed up at the game. Ain't need to play, but I'm back home. It's like I mean, you stay at home, nigga. Like like he's not traveling to play. He didn't play last night, and he's not gonna play Friday. And it's like, man, I I think it's time <laughs> for you to hang it up, my guy. I really do. I mean, you did well when you was, you know, in your prime, hey. but. Hey, bro, that motherfucker ain't going to hang it up. Let's go to Spoke, uh, Spoke Track and look at his contract. That's, that's why he is not going to hang it up. I don't yeah. want to subscribe to your motherfucking newsletter. Get the fuck out of my face. I mean, but, you know, that contract, when, if I say a lot of them players, they get them contracts, and even if they hurt, you know, they still getting paid. So, what? I mean, he's on a what? Four year, $176 million contract. So, yeah. Who Guaranteed. Who, who's going to pass that up? Nobody. That's what I'm saying, bro. This motherfucker ain't even working. This motherfucker contract for this year is 42.4 M's. Okay, next year that shit go to 45 of them things. The year after that, they go to 45 more of them things, bro. That's why that thing ain't fucking giving it up. But, hey, the motherfucker signed a deal. Kawhi like, yeah, uh, y'all go play that regular season. I'm going to be here till the playoffs start. Yeah, that's oh, the only know. time he wants to play is the playoffs. And I'm like, bro, they hype you up, but you only play in the playoffs. I'm like, man, I can't give you credit for that, bro. Paul, you know what to do. <laughs> mm, Shit. Paul George, I mean, Paul George gonna be Paul George, man. He another motherfucker, but at least at least I see Paul George. Paul George done been there taking them hits. He was hurting everything. He showed up. I'm gonna give him that, bro. Cause yeah. you know, he had one of the most gruesomest fucking injuries I've ever seen when he just snapped his leg basically off his body or whatever. He came back from that. And he's had success, and uh, he's he's a player and shit. But man, it's it's, it's fucked up in LA. Uh, Both like, teams, basketball are teams fucked, and the football teams are fucked because the Rams are washed. They better be happy with that Super Bowl they got because they ain't getting shit else with staffing. Nope, not at all. So so LA. Um, I think that well, the Rams was y'all last championship. I was gonna say the Dodgers, but that's gonna be the last parade y'all gonna get for some time. So, <laughs> shit. But uh, I mean, yeah, that, other than other than those three teams, I mean, 
like who the Utah Jazz have been playing well. The Pelicans have they been playing have been well. Playing well, because um, to me, I thought the Jazz this is gonna be a straight up fucking year. I mean, you got rid of your two best players. You um, you got a bunch of no names there. I mean, yeah, we know Clarkson, you know, whatever. But you got a new coach, and them motherfuckers have been playing ball. Um, the Bucks with the Bucks six and zero or seven and zero. Yep. Um, seven and zero. Uh, the Hawks got a nice squad when they added uh, Dejounte Murray. Um, they they've been okay. Um, shit, I'm trying to think who else. I haven't been watching too many Memphis games, but I mean, I expect them to be there when playoff time come. But I mean, it's still early in the season, man. So right, we still we'll, in November. Yeah, we'll we'll see. Because you know, most people say the season doesn't really start to after All Star break, which I mean, I, I agree to a certain extent. But from what this shit starting off as, shit looks bad for motherfucking the Nets and the motherfucking yes. Sixers and Five Doc Rivers. I'm gonna still say that shit because it's, look, it's looking terrible. I mean, unless they can make a change in the next month, I I just don't see them competing very long or very right. well. Right. But yeah, the NBA is. Um, up and down. How about that World man, Series, though? Man, I, I was just about to talk about it. The, the Strolls came back hard last night, tied the series 2-2. Man, I think uh, they must have saw that video of Mattress Mac getting buck on the motherfucker and was like, man, we can't let Mattress Mac be on these streets getting talked to reckless like Philly. We got to show up. And, uh, you know, so it's it's basically, you know, a tied series, uh, best out of three. Um, what they play tonight? They they should be yeah. back in H Town, or is it still in Philly? They in Philly tonight. Oh, so they must do two, three, and then two. Um, yeah. Um, about to say, man, the this series has been up and down. I mean, before the series even started, people were just expecting the Astros to just come in here and score a bunch of points on Phillies because their pitcher isn't. He's okay. I mean, Astros pitcher isn't the greatest, but I mean, right. they got W's. But I mean, like yesterday, I mean, they, got the they got the hitters. Though. Yeah, they do. Like last night, Astros won five zero. The night before, mm-hmm. the Phillies had seven zero. It's like their games are really based off of whose hitters are hot that night. Like their only right. really good close game were games one and two. Like the first, right. the first game, it went. To ten innings, Phillies won six five. Next day, Astros came back and won five two. But other than that, it's like which hitters are gonna be hot that night? Because I mean, the pitchers, both pitchers, are about what and what with each other. They don't have a big gap between each other. It's just who's gonna hit this ball for a home run? What pitcher's gonna come in and uh be trash tonight? That's that's how this series is gonna go. I think the Astros will win tonight. It's my guess. But you know, like I said, we'll see who's who's gonna hit who's gonna hit the ball good tonight. Yeah, I, I really think the Astros are gonna go all out tonight, um, just because what the next two games will be in Houston. So if they could steal another one in Philly and go up three two, that would that I mean I think in what most most series whoever goes up three two usually wins. I mean there are exceptions, but. 
usually it's an indicator if you win this game, you're going to win the series. So I think they're gonna they're gonna go uh, ball to the wall, man, and 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 try to do everything they can tonight, whether it be bullpen or people hitting where they like fuck it, I'm gonna go for the you know go for the big one, but still be a good game. Um, like I say, got a couple of college games tonight. Not really to me gonna be hitting on shit. Nah. Um, of course, down here this weekend we got Bama versus LSU. That's a um, big game. I'm not gonna lie to you. The way LSU started this season off, I'm like, these boys are gonna be hot garbage. Fire Brian <laughs> Kelly. Nice, man. The LSU they, they're they're like a train, man. It's like when they're on, they're on, but when they are stopped they are not doing well like they're six and two they shouldn't have lost their first game in my opinion but right like i mean i don't think they'll be that much competition in alabama i mean it depends on how this alabama's quarterback is gonna be then lsu's defense lsu defense has been playing well stat wise off on the offense end all their star players averages are about the same Number wise, so it's not a huge difference, but they do have Alabama winning by like fourteen. They giving them fourteen. Yeah, so I mean, I was surprised to see in the what the college football playoff. Uh, I think LSU was ranked number ten. I was like, really? Yeah, yeah, they got pushed. Um, they got pushed up. I thought that was. I guess wild. that was because of, of opponents they played. I guess, but um, you know, yeah, I, I. I really don't know what to expect with LSU because I remember that fucking Tennessee game. I think you went to that game. That yep. was a complete fucking shit show to watch. From, and I was just like, this from the sticks. kicks from the kickoff, from right, the yeah, kickoff dude, shit, man. It's just like, what the hell, man? It just has not um, been good. Yeah, so that's a big game. Um, I think what they have. Georgia, well, Georgia and Tennessee is probably going to yep. be the game of the weekend. So, um, and they play at two thirty. They got Georgia yeah, winning crazy. by eight too. Well, I think most people are saying that um, Tennessee's defense don't believe they don't believe that uh, their defense can hold um, hold Georgia's offense back, which is the Tennessee's weakness, I think, because. Uh, Tennessee on offense look like a wheel or a machine. Like they, yes. they they run they run basically no huddle or hurry up the whole fucking game. So they they pushing they they pushing the issue with that, and they they just know how to get it done on offense. But um, I mean it's it's gonna be the one because they ranked the number one. So you got that number one spot. Can you keep it? Right, that's the uh, question. Because if they lose, that, yeah, I don't think they'll drop as low because they lost the number three. But they ain't gonna be in top four. Well, yeah. depending on depending on how this weekend goes, because I mean Ohio Ohio State should beat their opponent. Man, I think they get they shit just because of who they name, man, and, and, and basically bullying that conference. Because uh, to me, they've had some games where I'm like, man, y'all motherfuckers should be blowing these motherfuckers out, and it usually doesn't happen to like the third or fourth quarter. But for that first half, man, I think anybody can compete with them, man, because they 
they do some shit where I'm just like, I thought y'all was supposed to be them guys. Man, it was like, like even looking at the standings, like I really do not think Michigan should be number five because their schedule is weak. Like their schedule is really, really weak. Their only ranked game this year was Penn State, but they were number right. ten. And their only other uh, ranked game will be Illinois and Ohio State in the end of November. But other than that, they've been beating all these teams, and they're just sitting at number five. And I'm like, bro, their schedule is weak compared to other teams. Man, and that's another thing. I'm just like, man, Penn State, bro. Um, I think y'all just getting that shit because y'all in the Big Ten. Because to me, they haven't. I, I, I've never seen a uh, you know impressive Penn State game for the past five years. To where I'm just like, oh, this team, look out. Yeah, me either. The Penn, like you said, it's probably because of the conference. I mean, they put up big. They I mean they played good against Ohio State, forty-four thirty-one, even though they lost. But see, when they play against the um, top top ten people, they can't can they can't hang with them. Right. But I mean, that's basically it for college, man. Um, I don't really have any more to touch on, you know, because you can't predict college football. It's the wild, wild west where teams you think you win just fucking don't. Like um, Oklahoma State last week, they were one and a half point favorites, which basically comes down to almost a pick them where it's like, you know, no team really has an advantage. Right. But they lost to, was it K-State? Or was it TCU? Uh, it was one of those purple ass teams. They won like they lost like thirty nine to nothing, bro. And I was sick because I had them on the play. Um, I went six and three last weekend, and they contributed that way. I'm just like, bro, these dudes were never in the fucking game, and I'm just like, why y'all rank number nine, and you can't you can't show up like this. Come on, there's dude. a lot of teams that do that. They like these sports books get them these good spreads, like especially with them big spreads in college football. You'll see like minus what 20 some points, or you'll see a money line of minus 10,000 with Alabama games, and then they'll just come in there and not do what they're supposed to do at all. College is really a coin talk, college football is really a coin toss. College basketball, you could kind of. Figure it out, right. but other than that, yeah, man, it's just like, bro, I, I, I don't know, man. Some of these teams, man, I'm just like, how y'all get this rating? Who gave you that? I don't know. I, I don't know how they <laughs> determine these dudes' ratings. This somebody in that office are fans of these teams, in my opinion. Got to be, man. It's 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 a lot of bias. A lot of them. There's no reason Michigan should be number five. I'm just saying. They haven't played nobody. But, you know, that's the schedule they were given. So, But uh, what uh, what's going to be your weekly picks for the week? Or if you have any. I think I have like two or three that I'm confident in. I don't have one yet. I still want to look at some of the lines. Um, I think 
I don't know. I re- I really think Tennessee's gonna beat Georgia. They they just have they just had that thing going on this year the way they like fuck it, we'll fight anybody. And them being down eight points, that looks pretty good to me. Um I'll have to look at some more, but um because you it's it's just crazy, man, trying to trying to get these games and I looked at some shit where one one player was suspended for the first half, and I'm just like, why? I'm like, <laughs> I forgot you know, they give them them suspensions for a half, man. But this one wasn't even a target, and then it was just like coach's decision or something. I'm like, right. well, that's lame, right? <laughs> shit, but I, I don't have one uh quite yet. But okay, so I have a player prop. And I also have a NFL money line that I think will do well. So for my player prop, it's actually going to be for the game tonight. I like Miles Sanders over 78 and a half rushing yards. And the reason why is because Texans run defense is hot garbage, especially after last week. You know, Derrick Henry annihilating their uh, defensive line and. Miles Sanders is putting up good rushing numbers these past four weeks, so I believe he should be able to get that mark. And I don't believe there'll be a high-scoring game because, like you said, they're not trying to get nobody hurt. They're just trying to get this win and get out of there. So Yeah, I think I think it's going to be a run-heavy game. Um, yeah, I, I definitely would agree with that. So I believe Miles Sanders should hit that in my money line pick. I believe the Buccaneers are going to beat the uh, Rams this Sunday. I, even though, yeah. you know, the uh, Buccaneers offense is, you know, okay, Brady not really throwing the ball as well as he used to. They're just – they're still the better team over the Los Angeles Rams. Matthew Stafford is just not having a great season at all, passing all his passes to Cooper Cup. Stafford's only thrown 1,700 yards. 686 of them were to Cooper Cup. But, you know, because if – the Bucks handle Cooper Cup, then Rams don't have nobody else at the moment because he doesn't pass to Allen Robinson like that. <laughs> I agree with you. Um, I, I think it's definitely going to be the Bucks on that one. I would agree with that pick because um, Brady, you know, all you got to do is say some shit about him that he's going to take offense to it. And he knows they've been looking like dog shit the past, what, three weeks now? Yep. Um. So, I I I think that's a good pick. I think those two picks I just call should hit, unless okay. the Texans defense come in there and act a plum fool tonight, which I highly doubt. So those are my picks. Well, I'm looking at Sanders, man, he um he's only been under seventy two times this season, so right. I, I think he should get that, and I, I think it's going to be a run heavy game, but I really believe that because. Philly, like I said, Philly's just here to take care of business, and that's it, man. They, they're they're gonna, you know, get get their shit and go go by the turkey leg hood. <laughs> Maybe go by Timmy Chan's, get them some chicken wings, some fried rice, and they're gonna dip back to Philly. Yep, and uh, that's that's gonna be that, you know. But um, okay, that's that's it for this episode of Give Me My Points. I'd like to thank my co-host Lockable. 
we uh you know did our first episode and we also want to invite you to like share subscribe to the podcast we're going to keep coming with the content also like i say again join the discord it's the p3 picks plays and parlay discord it's going to be in the description where you can join us where we hand out free picks on the daily last month we were red hot with 60 percent hit rate on picks Plus, we got a great community of guys chatting where we talk about all sports, whether it be tennis, uh, footy. We're going to have the World Cup coming up next month, you know, so I think we're going to have plays with that. Of course, things are going to be getting more competitive with the NFL as the season comes to a close, as well as college football. Plus, next week is next week. College basketball is going to be starting. Yeah, Monday. Yeah, so we're going to have plays on those. And, you know, just just come and holler at us, man. You know, join the Discord. We always got good info. And uh, check back with us next time for the next episode. Yes, sir.